Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Hello there, co-host and bestie, Catherine. Hey, hello there. I'm glad you're back from your trip. Uh I just returned uh, two days ago from Alaska. (laughs) It was cold. And it's a long way to go from Chicago to Alaska. Yeah, a lot of traveling for you. It was, it, yeah, it's just a, a far away place. <laughs> it is so weird to travel that far and you're still in the United States of America. Yeah, I think it was neat that you were at a place called the North Pole. Yeah. Which was a, a, a community or a town? I don't, I don't know. Just said North Pole. <laughs> It was a village, a, the village of the North Pole. I, I guess it's a town. Yeah. You know, it. Um, yeah, they had a giant Santa Claus there. They called it the world's largest, but I'm not going to yeah, question right. it. <laughs> <laughs> the world's it, best coffee. And it was but ugly. It was oh, really? so ugly. Oh. Well, it, it, it was probably the world's largest and oldest. So it was made out of paper mache or who knows what. Oh. Yeah, so the face was distorted and mm. stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh, and I bought rain, not reindeer poop. I bought moose poop earrings. Earrings, right. <laughs> earrings made out of moose poop. So what are you going to do with them? Are you going to wear them? I, I don't know. I guess. Maybe I'll give them to you. No, I was just going to say, don't give them to me. <laughs> it was such them. a touristy thing to buy. Yeah. You know, and I met the woman who made them. And in case you're listening, Betty... Because I, of course, I told her to yeah, tune into the podcast. Did. Yeah. But um, I was actually looking for a magnet because I have this little spot on my fridge where I put magnets from where I've been, mm-hmm. you know. And she told me that she's, she collects shot glasses that way. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, she showed me this moose poop stuff that she makes. Mm-hmm. And I bought two things. I bought the earrings. Okay. And then I bought, um, I bought a magnet. Okay. Okay. Moose are big. Yeah. So is the poop? The poop big? is like a little pellet. The moose poops really? are tiny. Why? Compared to the size of this animal. I don't know. Hmm. You would think it'd be a giant log. <laughs> well, you would because they are massive. Yeah. They're a huge animal. Yeah. But they do like these little pellets, little I guess. tiny turds. Yeah. And so she picks these up out of her yard and, and then, and I... I grabbed a hold of one of her creations and I like sniffed it, you know. Oh yeah. And she covers it with some kind of preservative. Sure. I don't know, shellac, some mm. sort of a thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I bought the earrings, oh. and I also bought the magnet. Well, oh, I well. I'm a gift shop junkie, and I don't I don't know that I would have bought those. I know it was it was an <laughs> impulse buy, Catherine, and you weren't there to stop me. <laughs> Well, you're always a, you always like to support people. Yes. And so. when you meet the artist right there, yeah. I mean, I couldn't feel criticize compelled. her moose poop. That right. she, and then when we left, I was like, people are always trying to divorce tourists from their money. You know, they're yeah. like, you come in with your money, you mm-hmm. leave with nothing, but you'll have these moose poop earrings <laughs> to show for it. Wow. Yeah. And I actually thought that I would wear them for the event that I did, Mm -hmm. you know, but they didn't go with my outfit. (laughs) I wasn't wearing moose poop brown. Oh, gosh. Because their poop is brown. Yeah. Well, it would have been a shitty thing to do. (laughs) That's good. 
<laughs> yeah, it would have been. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get on topic. First, first of all, if you're just joining us for the first time, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we already are off track. Welcome aboard to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. We're just two best friends that pick a topic every week and we talk about it, hopefully in an entertaining way. And at the end, we point you to Jesus because he's got all the answers and we don't. True. Yeah. And we started the podcast during the pandemic because every single one of my comedy shows closed down, went bye-bye. Now things are better, but it's fun. So we're going to keep it going. Yeah. And we actually have sponsors. Tell tell the brand new person listening about our sponsors, Catherine. Well, our sponsors were at one time or another, they were listeners, right? And yeah. so then they crossed over. They were humor consumers. And now they're, uh, did I say human? You said humor. Okay, good. Because in my mind, I'm saying humor. Anyway. We don't have any <laughs> moose listeners. <laughs> Only humor. humans. Humor contributors is what they are now. Yeah. And they um, contribute $5 a month. And that helps us to pay for this platform. And it also helps us to um, purchase new equipment. Which that is we correct. just did, actually. And we need some ongoing things. Like we need some better training. And uh, all of that. So that money supports us and we appreciate it. And uh, we have a few people that have given us like one lump sum. Mm -hmm. And it could be done that way too. And if you are interested in contributing, which we hope you are, um, it's very easy. You can go to tracydegraff.com and you'll see a little um, icon thing on the right hand side I think it is it's very easy and you click on that and it'll take you all through the steps and if you get our email you can um, go that way that route as well we have a couple new uh, humor contributors Ooh. one is Jess Johnson our friend oh thank yes. you Jess yes thank you Jess oh, five dollars so a month that Jess is now going to be contributing to our podcast so oh. she's crossed over from consumer to contributor awesome. and also our dear friend Wendy Massett. Oh, yay. So thank you, Wendy. We just thank were with you. her yesterday celebrating a birthday. Yeah. And I was all discombobulated anyway, and I forgot to mention it. So yeah. we'll have to um, okay. give you a shout out, Wendy. We really do appreciate it. Now, if you're listening and you haven't made the, the switch, mm -hmm. here's your sign. <laughs> Make the switch. <laughs> Make the switch. Make the switch. Cross on over. Yeah, because we've been doing this now for about three years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just going to keep on going as long as the people want us, right? <laughs> How are we? Yeah. How are we going to yeah. know? Well, I just, yeah. Well, if they don't Our cough numbers up the will dough. Draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, but if you look forward to a new episode every week, if you're like, oh, they should, it's Wednesday, they should have a new one out. That's a sign. You need to cross over. Five mm. bucks a month will really support us and help us to grow. Yeah. All right. Enough about that. Let's get on with today's topic. We are at episode number 153. Yeah, yes. which is amazing mm -hmm. and I have no idea what the topic is because Catherine is surprising me what are we talking about Catherine we're going to go over some conversation topics for anyone or conversation topics for friends and we were trying to brainstorm because you were away and I was busy with stuff and so we're we're down to the wire this podcast has to be recorded and edited and put out there before noon today and right now it's nine twenty-six. anyway so talk faster <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so I was thinking and we both wanted to do something fun yes so we had some ideas and then I was like well I can't I can't I can't I that. wanted to talk about Tammy Faye Baker and Catherine's like eh. well 
I I just knew it would take some time to yeah, watch to research. the film and yeah. do all of that. I watched the film so, on the way home from Alaska on yeah, the plane, and it right. was interesting. Anyway, so anyway, so I came across this um, this ninety nine conversation topics for deeper connections, and I thought, oh, that could be fun. Okay, so that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna ask you some questions, and um, and I think that this will spark interest in people in that one they'll get to know us a little more mm-hmm. and then also it's great ideas for the upcoming holidays all right so those someone. are your takeaways friends you're gonna you go. l- entertain be entertained because you're gonna get to know us better and you'll have ideas for those awkward silent moments of the holidays yeah all right right hit me okay what you got all right first question yes which scent do you find the most soothing which scent lavender Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know why? Okay, Catherine knows this about me. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand right. the smell of things. Right. You don't like perfume. No. And- I don't like when people get together in a laboratory and go, let's make some kind of scent that is going to smell good. I can't stand the smell of perfume or chemical scents. Mm. And because of that, poor Catherine, she can't wear I know. any lotion or anything. In fact, I could smell it today when we were in the car. I smelled somebody. I don't know if it was you or Angie. Because I, I know better. <laughs> I'm she doesn't Angie. even like it, folks, when I use scented laundry or fabric softener or anything like that, which I do still do that. Well, but. that's because it smells forever. Like when you, when you wash your clothes with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's your cl- I don't want my clothes to smell like anything. I know you don't. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I love the smell of fabric softeners and such. And I have to use it because Kenny's clothes stink so bad because he sweats so much. Uh, sorry, I was getting a phone call. He sweats so bad and his clothes are he's always asking me, can, what can you do to make my clothes smell better? And I feel like saying, well, just. Just don't sweat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, whatever. Well, it, so anyway, yeah. Lavender, I have found, because I get my laundry detergent through Melaleuca, mm-hmm. and they do some sort of, I don't know, natural oil that they put in it. That scent, I like. Yeah. Because it's natural. It comes from lavender. Well, I when I read this, I was like, oh, my most soothing scent that I love is coffee. Like, I love the smell of coffee grounds, coffee too. brewing. Yeah. So that would be mine. Okay, coffee. Groovy. All right. Okay, what is a language you love to listen to even if you don't speak or understand it? None. I don't love to listen to any language that I don't speak or understand. Oh. What's yours? French. Oh. Parlez-vous français? Oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> Tout okay, I guess I guess you got me there because it is sort of a um, poetic sounding it's romantic like yeah. yeah especially if there's some violins playing in the back you know yeah i could listen to french but no if i can't understand it <laughs> what am i gonna do i listen? think it's fun to listen to like oh it's a baggage i don't know <laughs> whatever <laughs> next <laughs> this is a great idea cat peppy lip you <laughs> okay oceans or mountains you mean like to visit just whatever um mm. Immediately what comes to mind is I don't like being on the ocean. I mm-hmm. like looking at it, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get in it. I don't want to step in it. I don't want to snorkel. <laughs> Do you know that they just had a woman who was eaten by a shark 
and she was a vacationer oh. like she was snorkeling or oh, whatever no yeah killed night night it's kind of rare, but anyway. They didn't eat all of her, like swallow her whole, but they <laughs> ate enough of her. Like she's a gone now. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like that. No, I don't. I like to look at things, but I don't want to be a fr- uh, like in, in them. Okay. So I, I guess I would say mountains. Okay. Well, for me, it's oceans. Okay. <laughs> I would definitely would rather be near an ocean and on the beach than um, in a mountain. Now, I, I think they're both glorious and they're wonderful in God's creation nice to look at but i would definitely prefer ocean so one of the movies selections on the flight because i had two flights from alaska one to seattle then one to chicago so you had four hours each flight Mm -hmm. one of the movies was everest oh but mm. i couldn't watch it yeah because i was like that would scare me scare me yeah when i'm near an ocean i don't have this sense of fear i mean definitely the ocean is awesome and it can sweep you away and all those things but when I'm on a mountain, like in a car especially, and there's no guardrail, I'm scared to death. I'm tense. Me my too. entire, okay, so my whole body is all tensed up. Yeah. And I'm actually going to therapy for the way I <laughs> hold my tension. <laughs> so that's why I pick ocean because mountains scare me when I'm actually Agreed. On Agreed. When I, I uh, accepted an event, a, a show mm-hmm. that I did in Bishop, California. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know mm-hmm. exactly how hard it would be to get there. Mm-hmm. And Ron went with me on that one, too. Mm-hmm. And it was scary. We had yeah. to go through Death Valley. Well, they don't call it Death Valley for, for nothing. nothing. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The times, like the Colorado mountains, the Rocky Mountains compared to the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. Appalachian. Big difference. Big difference. And the Rocky Mountains, to me, are so um, awesome in their grandeur and scary. I yeah. you look down and you are like, oh my god! If the car tumbles, those brittle trees are not <laughs> going to save me. <laughs> I don't understand people that really want to like <sighs> conquer the mountain and stuff. Remember yeah. when our friend Jan Sabi asked me if oh, I yeah. wanted to go climbing Mount I, Kilimanjaro? Yes, I was like, there's kill in the name <laughs> of the mountain, Jan. And then Ron said something like, yeah, it'd be Mount Kilimanjano. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I can't even. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. No, thanks. All right. What else? Describe the most captivating painting or artwork you've ever seen. Hmm. Most captivating painting or artwork. Well, I would have to say the moose poop earrings. (laughs) There you go. Captivating artwork that I've ever seen. Easy, hands down. Okay. Came out of a moose. Yeah. Now it's on my head. Beautiful artwork. (laughs) And I paid money for it. Oh, yeah. You should have said my my sea glass artwork. Oh. That's the most amazing ever. It is. No. Well, for me, I uh, have this painting. Now it's for sale in my booth. And I can't understand why it hasn't sold. But anyway, when I saw it, I was so captivated by it. Which one? It's a fall scene, fall colors, and there's like a a creek going through it, but it's different than any I've ever seen. And I saw it when we were working at Evelina's and somebody came in to consign it. And I told the woman, oh my gosh, I almost tried to talk her out of it. It was so beautiful. Why are you selling it? If it's that, it's the most captivating piece of art you've ever seen in your whole life? Because now it's in my mind and it's there forever. Hmm. Okay. Um, I yeah, it is beautiful. Right. Anyway, and um, she her father painted it. 
Oh, and wow. so somewhat, I'm a, maybe an amateur, I don't know, but uh, oh, it's just beautiful. And I have found recently that I love artwork. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I look for it all the time. I have quite a bit of it in my booth, but I like um, oils and watercolor. Watercolor is so pretty. Yeah. So Neat. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. What is the favorite... Skipped one, but doesn't matter. What is your favorite thing about your personality? Oh, my favorite thing about my personality. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be I kind of go with the flow, maybe go along to get along. Okay, I try. Yeah, spontaneous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you do. Yeah, right. How I don't, about you? I don't know. What is your favorite thing about your personality? Hmm. What's your favorite thing about my personality? Uh, you're fun. See, go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> Spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're thoughtful and kind. Yeah, yeah. I am. Let's keep talking about me. <laughs> Humble. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, can I just say my favorite thing about your personality? Oh, please do. Yes. Because I can't think of. I, you may not think this, but I think you are hilarious. Oh. I really do. Really? You make me laugh. That's funny because you always tell people she's not funny. Well, you're not going to stand up in front of 700 people and tell a joke. That is a big heck no. (laughs) There's no way. But you make me laugh. You know, okay, I got to say this too. That's the favorite thing of my husband's personality. Mm, He makes me laugh. Yeah. And the older we get and the longer we've been together, Mm. the more that we now we laugh about things that before maybe would have ticked me off. Okay. But we just laugh and laugh and laugh about it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I really enjoy um, having a, being with people that make me laugh. Yeah. Me too. All right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Do you remember the first novel you ever read? And if so, what was it? I don't remember the first one that I ever read, but I do remember reading one that had a powerful impact on me, and it was Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I read it yeah. to my boys. Yep. I'm to Nate and Luke. And I was homeschooling at the time, and so mm-hmm. we did a lot of oral reading, you know, mm-hmm. and we really got into that book. And when Dan and Anne passed away, the two dogs, mm-hmm. if you don't know the story, spoiler alert, <laughs> Oops. the dogs are going to die. And I'm not even a dog lover. I know. But Dan and Anne died and I was sobbing. I was sitting, yeah. I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting on the couch in my home with my boys, one on each side. Mm-hmm. And we were at that point where they were dying and they were dead. Mm. And I could not even read. I was sobbing. Oh, and I don't no. remember even if they were sobbing or crying. They're probably looking at me like, you're in charge. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then well, we also read one more. We also read Holes. If you have not read Holes, mm. that's an amazing book. I know the movie is the movie, but the book goes way more into it. And I read that aloud to them as well. Mm-hmm. And we were all so into it that I had to go get extra copies so that everybody could finish it on their own. Oh, Because wow. yeah. nobody wanted to wait, you know. That was highly recommended by Beth Daly, yeah. a friend. Um, yeah, it was community. a great book. Yeah. And I did not read that one, but my kids did. And that's, you know, that's the thing about a really good 
novel or writer is that it, it just brings you in so much so that it's just impressionable, you know, forever. Yeah. And all the characters were developed really nicely. Yeah. I mean, if you have, if you're listening to us right now and you have a 10 year old, 11 year old, 12 year old, and you want something fun for them to read mm-hmm. and maybe even read it together, Holes is the book. Okay. Or Where the Red Fern Grows. Well, my first novel, I don't remember if it was my first novel, but Mm -hmm. it is definitely, I was very young, and it was the first novel that I could not put down. And Mm -hmm. there was a series of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I would not necessarily recommend it, though, because I I don't know. Anyway, it was was by V.C. Andrews, Flowers in the Attic. Mm. Oh, Mike, did you ever read that? Mm -mm. I thought everybody read that, like, around that time, but... I was just so engrossed in that. And What's it about? Well, it's this um, perfect family, the darling family. And it's the husband, the wife, and the brother and sister, and then I think a younger sister. And the the dad passes away. So the they have to move to the grandmother's house, which is the mother's mother. And they never... the children never met the grandmother Uh well the mom says well we just have to we just have to hide you in the attic for a while because grandma doesn't really i think the thing was is that she never approved of the marriage between her daughter and this man and anyway it's from the perspective of the daughter in this um novel and it's their life in the attic and the way their entire lives changed because the mom continues to keep them in the attic and hide them from the grandma. Wow. And then um, it goes, it, it was just really good. There was a movie that was made out of it. It was horrible. Mm. Really horrible. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, there's a couple of good titles if you're looking for a good book to get, you know, mm-hmm. engrossed in. Yeah. Okay. Um Okay, you have to answer this. Okay. If you could have a fictional superhero for a best friend, <gasps> who would it be? Elastigirl. Elastigirl? Yeah. You know, who, a- you know who Elastigirl is? I don't know. Isn't she the one from, Um, let me look her up. Elastigirl. Oh, well, yeah. while you're doing that. Oh, yeah. She's from uh, whatever the name of this film is. The the superhero one. The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Remember? Okay. She's got the hands that can like reach things yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I would have to say Wonder Twin Powers. <laughs> Wonder I, don't, I don't even know what powers. they, if that's what they're called, but Wonder Twin Powers activate. Okay. What color would you choose to describe yourself? Oh, if I had to use a color to describe myself, I would say pink. Okay. Cause and why would you? T- well, okay, we have a pink wall right here. Mm-hmm. We have pink in our brand of, um, you know, we use it in our logo and stuff. And I do a lot of breast, breast cancer awareness events and mm-hmm. pink. I'm wearing pink right now. You are. I, I do add pink to my wardrobe a lot because I know I can wear it at events. Mm-hmm. And pink in general is a happy color. And I am, in general, a happy person. Yeah. I am very happy and content with my life. And I think pink, if if you're asking a color, how do you feel about yourself being pink? I think pink would be like, I'm, I'm content being pink. Okay. I think if you ask that gray, if you go to gray, yeah. how do you feel gray? Mm. And I think gray would say, I feel gray. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how about you? What color would you be? Well, to describe myself, it's not necessarily, I don't have any of it in my house. I don't wear it much, but to describe myself, I'd say yellow. Yeah. Happy. Because it's, yeah, it's sunny. It's happy. Yeah. But I wear a lot of, like, I love navy blue. Yeah. Uh, well, navy blue yeah. goes wonderfully with the yellow as well. It does. Mm-hmm. And I love nautical colors, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's in the summer. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, what is something you have accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? I uh, wrote a book. Yes. I mean, many, many years ago, I thought to myself, I want to be a writer. I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea that I would actually do it. And I did it. Oh, that's Ta-da. awesome. How about yeah. you? I honestly, I, as a, as a youngster, would never have pictured myself as a, uh, a, a mom who's um, a good mom, I think. <laughs> yeah, you are a good mom. I think, I mean, you know, overall. Like, I just never would have... I, I don't even know if I wanted to be a mom. Like, I, it's not something like many young women, girls grow up yeah. and they, they they have this desire, to, I think, to be, you know, in a family. <clears throat> and I'm not sure if that was like my number one drive. I think that's great. I mean, because when you get to the end of the line here on this side of the earth, you know, the side of heaven, mm-hmm. what better thing to be proud of than being a mom? Yeah. Really? And wife, I, mom, friend, yeah, I was just whatever. Gonna say, and I hope I'm a good wife. Kenny says I am. So, well, you're still married. There we go. <laughs> That's something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there. Okay. Here's one. Yeah. Is there a place in the world that you feel most represents who you are? Home. My home represents who I am. That's I, true. I like being at home. You and, do. And I like welcoming people into my home. Mm-hmm. And when you come over to my home, you're in my home. I'm gonna. I, I'm just going to love you. I'm going to show you hospitality. It's not perfect. And especially when those five boys lived here. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. but I love my home. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you say besides that? <laughs> Why? Why do I have to pick another one, Catherine? Um, because I <laughs> you want, want to hear you want it like a destination. Well, it says where is is there a place in the world that you feel most represents who you are? Well, yeah, my home, your home. Okay, you, now you. Get I, to I would. Say, the I guess. Question. I guess I would say that too. Well, there you go. My home. Yeah. Yeah, but when I read this, I was thinking. You had to say like Hawaii or yeah, some kind of a destination. Yeah, you have to say something that, yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, the whole idea is just a conversation start, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you can't just <coughs> roll with it. There we go. Okay. All right. Um, where is one place you'd love to travel to again? Oh. <laughs> Alaska? <laughs> I will say that um, Ron and I, you know, it's December and we traveled to Alaska in December, which is a very cold time of year and they only have daylight for four hours a day. Ugh. So I, I, we did say it'd be nice to come back to Alaska in the other part of the year, like June, like most people go mm-hmm. to see it then. But it is a long distance away. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could say Alaska, but maybe in June. But, wow. but I don't know if I'd travel that far. Mm. I don't know. It's a long way. Yeah. I'm not I, I'm not one that likes to travel that far. Yeah. No, you don't. Okay, how about you? England. 
Oh, for sure. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Your homelandish. Sort of. Yeah. Your mother's homeland. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, do you know, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Yeah. But do you know what an Enneagram number is? Yeah, it's your personality type. Well, when I read on it, they said, no, it's not the same as that. I think we should do a podcast on it. I guess it's all the the rage. But the question is, what's your Enneagram number and how does it influence your self-care practices? But if we don't really know what that is, I did, like I said, I looked into it and I thought, oh, we could do a podcast on that. Well, maybe coming in 2024, Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. What tasks make you feel like your best self? task that makes me feel like my best self um (laughs) I don't know let me think about that do you have one in mind I have one in mind for you well what is it I feel that you really feel energized by good marketing product productivity in your um in your career in your endeavors and good material yeah yeah I would in creativity so yes, like creating new material and, and even my old material that I love, like certain bits mm-hmm. in my comedy act that I just love. Mm-hmm. And I've delivered those jokes for over a decade now, mm-hmm. 14 years, some mm-hmm. of them, mm-hmm. but they grow along the way, you know, yeah. but they're like my little babies. Exactly. I'm in love with them. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't want to abandon them, you know, like they're my jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say that too. My tasks of like a productive day would be just accomplishing the things I want to do. And I love, yeah, Yeah. creativity as well. So, and I I do, I love to create. And you love searching for that sea glass. Yeah. You love that. I do. I didn't do it at all this year. Yeah. She goes to the shores of Lake Michigan, my friends, and she will walk and walk and walk in the in the sand looking hunting for that one gem yeah one that that's all part of it too like i love treasure hunting which is why i like to do my booth like you know i find that treasure and it's really exciting yeah but i don't know if that's what it makes me feel my best self but okay where do you feel most centered and happy my home yep same (laughs) hundred percent yeah i am a homebody yeah. Like I yeah, like you being are, home. Definitely. I, I like getting out once in a while. Like I don't, I did not like the pandemic when we oh, all had to be shut up no. in the house mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. When I thought it was going to be two weeks, I was like, yeah, bring it. Where's the Hallmark channel? Yeah. I've, I've been reading, or I've been meaning to read this book. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to bake, you know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> didn't do any of that. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's your favorite comfort food? Hmm. Well, since I just said the word bake and it is the holiday season, I absolutely love those little peanut butter cookies that have the chocolate kiss inside. Oh, really? Yeah, but they cannot be burnt, friends. If you burn a batch of those, throw them away and oh. hang up your apron. <laughs> I wouldn't I would not have known that. Oh. That's your favorite comfort food. Well, I mean, it was top of mind because I had just said the word bake mm. and then in came in, yeah. in came that. Okay. I don't make them very often at all because mm-hmm. if I did, I would, I don't know if I'd fit in this room because <laughs> they're so good. But have you ever made them? Ever. Oh I my can, goodness. You know I don't bake that much. I know you don't, but yeah. I thought maybe. No. And so the way that you make them is you roll into a ball, the 
delicious dough that you can eat on its own. Yeah, it's that I'd like peanut to- butter. It's butter, brown Ooh. sugar. Oh, I didn't you know, know there's peanut butter in that. It's a peanut butter chocolate kiss thing. Oh, I, so there has to be peanut butter well, in I it. Didn't, I didn't really hear. Oh, I just only focused on the kiss part. Just get like, with the podcast, I Catherine. Don't like focus. Hershey kisses. Okay, listen. So you take this peanut butter ball and you you put it on a tray and mm-hmm. you bake it just like that. Mm-hmm. When it comes out of the oven after a certain time, you take the peanut butter or the chocolate kiss and you place it in the center. Uh-huh. And it it's and then you have to like wait for it to harden up or yeah. soften up or whatever it does. Hmm. Anyway, they're delightful. Yeah, I I love peanut butter, but I have never enjoyed those cookies. I don't know if I don't taste the peanut. I don't know what it is. Okay, what's wow. yours? Sorry. Grilled cheese. Nice. I don't make it. I actually hardly ever have it, but I love it. Grilled cheese or spaghetti. Do you know that Game On right here in town, they have a grilled cheese bar every Sunday. What? We have to go there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, <no. laughs> and then they have different ones that you can choose from. Oh. So they have like a classic grilled cheese, but then they also have a jalapeno um oh. and cheddar oh my grilled gosh. cheese then they have a grilled cheese and mushroom wow it's so good oh i love mushrooms. i have had so far <laughs> so far <laughs> i've had the jalapeno one which you know how much i love jalapenos yeah and i love hot yeah but it was a little bit like i had to take some of the jalapenos off because my mouth was on fire but i was loving it at the same time but then and then i also had the mushroom and swiss one mm, delicious that sounds yeah and right here we could walk there yeah well Mm-hmm. Every glad Sunday. I mentioned this. Every Sunday. Oh, yummy. Yeah, and they have Bloody Marys, too. Oh, <laughs> oh, anyway. that would go. Yeah, that's like it's, having tomato soup it, yeah. with grilled cheese. Duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, that leads kind of to the next question. I'm skipping over a couple of them. But what is the best meal you've ever had? And what's the best meal you've ever cooked for yourself? Mm. Well, I recently just had a wonderful meal in Alaska. I don't know if it's the best one I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So the the best one I've ever had that I can remember is the one that I had in Mexico. Oh. And it was at this super high-end restaurant. Mm. And Ron and I went there for, I think it was our 14th wedding anniversary or we were celebrating. I don't know. We decided to celebrate our anniversary there for some reason or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we splurged. It was like $200 a person. Mm. And this was 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a, or no, more than that. It was like 20 years ago because we've been married 34 years now. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, this restaurant, we were paying big bucks out the nose for, mm-hmm. right? And we really didn't have the money. So we're like, <laughs> charge it. <laughs> and it came in courses and we had fagua fagua oh my god that like where you you stuff yeah. a goose and yeah. make it eat force feed a goose right and that was right when all that was coming out like don't do that yes, you know? yes but yes. it was delicious mm. <laughs> anyway it was great uh-huh and then most recently just a few days ago we had surf and turf in alaska oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so a wonderful steak and alaskan crab yum it was delicious. Mm. And we we ordered one meal and split it between us, and it was 120 bucks. Oh, my gosh. I know. Super wow. expensive. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about you? I can't think. I've had so many good meals, which is what a wonderful blessing. But, no, I can't think of the best one I've ever had. Mm. I've had many. What? Okay. So, so, and then the other part of that question was, how about making something? Like, what was the... A thing. Mm-hmm. What about the meal that you had with um, your mother-in-law and your husband 
you were raving about it in Bolingbrook and it was a restaurant and you said it was the best ever. You'd mm. taken your mother-in-law there for something. Was I, it, it wasn't that long ago. Mm. Well, anyway, move on. Hmm. Yeah. I but, don't know. Uh, and I, as far as what I've ever cooked too, I don't know. Oh my goodness, Catherine, you're an amazing cook and you made that stuff that, um, it was a beef thing. It took forever to make. And it was uh, the Julia Child. Oh, yeah. What's the name of that? Boof, beef, boof, boofyong um, or something. <laughs> How do you say it? Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Yeah, what is it? I make it a lot. Well, I haven't made it in a while. Boof, boof. It's beef, something bouillon. like that. I keep wanting to say bouillon. It's French. It's, uh, it's Chateaubriand. Okay. Chateaubriand. Yeah. And it that. is amazing. It is amazing. And right. then she also makes the thing with the pudding. It's called pudding, but it's not pudding York, at all. Yorkshire pudding. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of craving that. Yeah. But beef has gone up. It's so expensive. It's like buying a house. <laughs> it's terrible. I'd like to have a second mortgage so I can have a burger, please. Yeah. Yeah. As far as uh, food that I've cooked that I really love, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I'm... I haven't made it in a while, but I make a really good beef stroganoff that's delicious. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I haven't made it in a long time. Um, I've also made like um, eggplant parmesan that was really good. You have? All from scratch. Really good. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And it takes forever to make all that. Uh, you yeah. Know? And so I think about it and then I go, mm, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I never knew that I liked eggplant parmesan until... I don't know, maybe a decade ago. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Delicious. Right. Okay. What do you love most about your home? Um, I love that it's calm and yeah. it's it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I, I did not grow up in a calm, peaceful environment. Mm-hmm. And of course, raising five boys was not calm and peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different kind of chaos than what I grew up in. But now... That we are mostly empty nest. We have one that's still living with us temporarily. But it's calm and peaceful. Yeah. I think that's good. What I love most about my home is it's um, comforting when I walk in. Mm -hmm. So similar to what you're saying. It is decorated the way I like. It makes me feel Mm -hmm. happy. Yeah. Makes me feel safe. All those things. Yeah. All right. This next question. Yes. I have a feeling. I know what your answer is going to be. What gives you goosebumps? Uh, the Holy Spirit. I knew it. Same Same with me too. 100% yeah. the Holy Spirit. When I feel goosebumps head to toe, I feel like a way. I, and I get it. I would say fairly often mm-hmm. at church during worship, I can experience that. The one time, I think it's been now a year ago that you and I went to that women's conference where my back was, I had a slip disc in my back and I was in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And there was a woman who was sitting in front of me whom whom I've never met, Mm -hmm. total stranger. She walked past me and I got goosebumps. I had to tow like a a wave of them. Yep. I remember that. And I knew that it was the Holy Spirit and that Mm -hmm. I needed to talk to her. And I asked her if she would pray over me mm-hmm. and she did. And I wasn't healed instantly, but I really felt encouraged by the Lord. I felt, yeah. I felt it physically. Mm-hmm. You know, our faith is a, it's a spiritual thing. It is. But I do believe because I've experienced it myself that we have different times when the Lord literally physically touches us. Yes. 
and I'm now healed of that slip disc. I did have to go to physical therapy, mm-hmm. obviously, and I had to take some anti-inflammatory medication. <laughs> but I feel like what that woman gave me was just encouragement and hope. Yeah. I one time, there's been a few times, but this one time in particular, we were camping. And <clears throat> we are at this campground, and it was Turkey Run. And... Um, there was an invitation to go to a church service at a little cabin in the woods mm-hmm. by these uh, men that were traveling and they have like this ministry where they go from town to town and they were a motorcycle um, gang. They were Christians though. And um, oh my gosh. So it, again, it was Sunday morning. So we said, yeah, let's go. You guys had just yeah. left. Yeah, I remember though. that. I felt so touched by the Holy Spirit. I just felt like I could float out of my seat. Of course, yeah. I can't physically, but it felt like that. And I don't even remember the message other than, uh, I don't know, it was everything from when we when we first got there and we piled in and we just sang some worship songs. It was so touching to me. Yeah. I don't even remember the songs. I just remember how I felt. Yeah. And um, I I just thought it was so awesome because these men had on, you know, like leather motorcycle jackets and all this stuff. And I was really touched by their ministry of they would go to like motorcycle bars and yeah. things like that. So anyway. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's, I got to say, this thing is really cool. I got these questions. There's a lot more mm-hmm. and they're in different sections. It's from The Good Trade. And it says, it's 99 mindful conversation topics for deeper connections. And the section that I just went over was conversation topics for anyone. Then there's a uh, section, conversation topics for friends. But they don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be with your friends, though. Mm-hmm. Um like, well, here's one question under that category. What's one habit you want to get rid of and one habit you want to keep? Ah, oh, one habit that, are you asking? No. Or just, I'm just, you can. I'm sure, why not? Well, I'd like to get better at um, my eating habits. I'd like my eating habits to improve and exercise habits <laughs> for general health. Mm-hmm. And a habit I'd like to get rid of, hmm, hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking one of mine. Oh, I thought you were thinking of one for me. No, no. <laughs> um, I, I, I'd have to think about that. I guess the opposite of like you know, emotional eating. You know, I just struggle with that. So yeah. I struggle. It's yeah. a lifelong struggle with weight, with emotional eating. With I'm losing weight, I'm gaining weight. So the habit I'd like to improve is choosing healthy food. The habit I'd like to get rid of is choosing the not healthy. There, that's good. Yeah. All right. One habit I would like to get rid of is I, so when I'm deep in thought or I don't even know, or I'm perplexed, I don't know. I, I pick my head. <laughs> <laughs> you do do that. I do. And I go in seasons. There, there's times where I. <laughs> this is what you look like when you I do it. I know what I look like. I you, know. You usually just claw it. Oh and my you just, God. you just claw in it. Yeah. Do you understand <laughs> how gratifying it is when I pick it, get like a little, little something from my skull? It is so gratifying. <laughs> it sounds gross, but you know, it's my own head. So I whatever. Think, I think it's a stress react. 
reactor. It is. You know, like know. if she's totally stressed, I'll notice we'll be driving oh. or something. And oh. if she's driving or I'm driving, doesn't matter. But if we're riding in the car and she's stressed, she's got her fingernail jam- jammed into her skull. <laughs> it is so gratifying and- to get a nugget. I can't even tell you. It's like, leave me alone. I want to pick my head. <laughs> oh my gosh and i go in seasons there's times where i i'll go maybe a year and not okay do it. you know the other thing about that mm-hmm. is when you continuously pick it it's like a scab yeah I know. you know so then you can pick it more and pick it more and pick it more Yeah, when it dries up i know yeah <laughs> I, I, <laughs> she's looking at me speaking to the choir she's looking at me with eyes like i can't wait i know but then if you leave it alone and it heals over, then the scab is not there. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And funny because when I know I have a hair appointment coming up, I'm like, okay, okay. Don't I can't pick. do this. <laughs> Don't want her to see it. And so oh, that's funny. I know. I know. So that's one I, I, I would like to get rid of, but then again, not because I love it. But... <laughs> The human so body be, is so gross. Yeah. So that actually, it could be, I want to keep that habit. And it could also be, I want to get rid of it. There. Oh, boom. Gosh, the challenge of life. Yes. So, and like I said, under this section, there's some fun questions. Do you have any reoccurring dreams? If so, what do you think they're trying to tell you? Oh. That's an example. Oh my gosh. I just had a dream. Not reoccurring. Mm. It ju- I just had it one time. While I was in Alaska. Oh, the one with Kim? Yes. I dreamt that our friend Kim Teske, who works at our church, Mm -hmm. I dreamt that she and I moved to Alaska for ministry. Like we moved there. Uh, Oh, you moved there. So we're doing ministry in Alaska Mm -hmm. and an avalanche fell on us. And now we're in a car inside of a snow avalanche. And I'm looking at Kim and I'm going, now what? And both Kim and I suffer from claustrophobia. I told her about that dream and she said, I'm getting like hyperventilating just, you know, reading your email. Yeah. Yeah. Oh (sighs) man. Anyway, dreams are weird. I have a reoccurring dream. I've had it. I have a couple of them like my whole life. One is we're um, at my parents' house in Mokina and we're huddled over this hassock, this footstool. And there's like somebody living in the... Ducts, (laughs) Ducts, <laughs> the duct work, and, and we're scared to death because someone's in the register. Of course you are. Yeah, and this other one is this um, road that goes on this major incline, and then my dad is driving, and uh, we're gonna go over the edge. Oh my and, goodness! And, uh, anyway, yeah, horrifying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, and then there's another section, mindful conversation topics for, it says your parents, but really it's more for people who are parents. And it's just really good. And then conversation topics for kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think these types of things are good. I pur- fun. I purchased something similar. It's um, 88 conversation starters for couples. Mm. And Ron and I have done it. Just, it's just, even though we've been married 34 years, <laughs> You know, you kind of run out of things to say. So yeah, well, right. And there's one here for conversation topics for date night. Yeah, whether you're married or not or whatever. Yeah, it, it's good. It's sort of fun. I think it's fun. All right, are we done? Oh, and there's one for siblings, oh. for work, oh. for strangers. Yeah, are we done? That's it. Okay, we're done. All right. Well, that was fun. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah.
mm-hmm. we always like to close our podcast with some spiritual inspiration. And so today we thought, since we were doing this about connection with each other, mm-hmm. our ultimate connection uh, goal as humans is to connect with God. Mm-hmm. We're created for connection. We're, right. We were made in his image. Right. And the design of our being is to be connected to God. Yes. And of course, that got messed up with sin. Sin right. came into the picture and divided us. Mm. And so then we're we're separated from God. And the, and the gospel message is that Jesus came along to reconnect us to God. And yes, that's the the message. And that's the message of Christmas that we're about to celebrate here. I know we're recording this in December um, 2023. You might be listening to it anytime. But but the the message today then is just to or the call to action today from this episode is to um, step forward in your connection with God. Mm -hmm. Seek God. Mm -hmm. And the way to do that is really just to stop running. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Stop running away from him. Stop ignoring him. Stop pushing him into a corner. Stop um, fusing to acknowledge him. Oh my gosh! I'm I'm um the is it the goosebumps? Well, no, it's not the goosebumps. But I'm thinking about um, what it feels like when you're rejected. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what we do oftentimes mm-hmm. when we push God into the corner and we say, "I'm going to get to the, you later." or I've got this other more important thing to do right now. Mm-hmm. We're not seeking him. And our message today is to to connect with God by seeking him. Right. Yeah. And how do you seek him? You go to his word. Yeah. Go to his word. First, you have to stop. Stop running. Be still. Yeah. And pray mm-hmm. and go into the word and just read the Bible and just you know, seek him. You'll find him. Mm -hmm. So here's a scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 13. It says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm -hmm. So let your desire be to seek him and to find him. And he will reveal himself to you in ways that will amaze you. Yeah. That's what happened with me. I wanted to know him. And, uh, before I knew it, I was, I was, um, having uh an intimate relationship it yeah. just it's amazing it is yeah. and it's there for all of us we're not anything special we're not any more special than mm, anybody else definitely not and if he could uh show himself to us he can show himself to anybody true so, that all right so do it friends yeah all right well you've been listening to the life happens laugh anyway podcast i'm still comedian tracy DeGraff. i'm still Catherine. see you next time goodbye <laughs>